Welcome to My Road So Far, the enlightening podcast that takes you on a transformative journey through wellness. I'm your host, Roxanne, and it is my pleasure to guide you through the intricacies of mental, physical, and spiritual health. I'll be sharing the knowledge that I have obtained over the years as a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and now as a wellness coach, as well as sharing with you my personal journey to well-being, making this exploration all the more authentic and relatable. So let's uncover the secrets to a fulfilling and balanced life. Welcome back to the podcast. I am actually in the middle of traveling from the West Coast to the Midwest when this podcast is podcast episode is coming out. The total amount of time that the trip is supposed to take is 31 hours. I am driving and it is actually the furthest I've driven in a very, very long time. So it's going to be pretty intense on my body because honestly, in the past few weeks, I've driven more than the whole like year and a half that I lived in Japan we really didn't drive a lot while we were there. So it's going to be a new adventure. I used to be really, used to be a really common thing for me to travel a lot. And I typically would do like 10 to 16 hours um, traveling to visit family and everything else when we lived in the States before, but it's definitely going to be pretty rough. Um, The one good thing is, is I am like breaking it up and stopping in Montana to see my little brother, which I'm really excited to see him. Um, it's been quite some time. I've missed him a lot. So I'm really excited to see him. During this trip, one of the key things I'm going to do is listen to my body. I It has become very important to me to make sure that I do that because I don't want to be in a lot of pain when I've been sitting for hours on end driving. Another good thing with this is that I'm taking my puppy back with me. So we're going to be traveling together and that's going to encourage me to stop more and to get up, walk him around and everything else. So really listening to my body when it needs to get up and move, making those rest stops, even though it may make my trip be a little bit longer, it's really important that I'm taking care of my body and really listening to what it needs. And this is going to go with how I'm eating while I'm on the road as well. I'm definitely going to have snacks and some different things to make like sandwiches, stuff like that, just so I'm not constantly having to eat like on the road and everything else. So that's going to be that's a couple of things I'm doing to really like support my body during this whole trip, as well as not like getting up like extremely early and having like that lack of sleep as well that really can affect your attention and focus when you're driving. I'm going to pay attention to make sure I'm getting enough sleep. I'm getting out of the car, moving and stretching, and then also watching what I eat, making sure I'm eating things that aren't going to mess up my stomach too bad. I know that there are going to be some times where I just can't avoid eating something. You just get into those situations when you're traveling by car and I'm, but I'm ready. I know what to do and everything else. So I'm looking forward to heading over to Illinois, heading over to Chicagoland and starting a new part of my journey. One thing I've already done is I've already got on and started looking at all the different like 
gyms and studios and all the other just like activities they have there that align with health and wellness because I have missed that being active in that community and more of like an in-person type thing for quite some time. I missed out a lot of that on while we were in Japan. And then of course, when we, I got to interact some when we lived in New Mexico before that, but with COVID and everything else, it was really hard to really find those people to hang out with and to, who share that common interest and who share that passion with me. So very excited about that aspect of the move and looking forward to it. On today's episode, we're actually going to be diving into intuitive movement, and this really aligns with what I'm going to be doing while I'm traveling, and that is listening to my type of movement my body needs to support it while we're traveling by car a long distance, because intuitive movement is that practice of connecting and listening to your body to figure out how it feels and what type of movement it needs throughout the day. It is another reason to, and another way to improve your relationship with your body. If you're interested in learning more about improving your relationship with your body, definitely check out, I think it was like three episodes ago that I did um, an episode all about building that relationship with your body. And this just is another way to do that. Another way into assisting you in building that relationship. Intuitive movement is something that I have leaned more and more into. I have always enjoyed movement. And even when I was really in the fitness field and everything else, and when I would do my own workouts, a lot of times they wouldn't be completely planned out. And I'd feel more into what I needed that day. Did I need to move my lower body more, my upper body more? Did I need to do more of like, you know, compound movements or isolation movements? I like I would listen to my body instead of really following a plan a lot of times during that period because it was just easier and I could actually like get my workouts in easier if it was more of, okay, I'm just going to feel into it because I have this amount of time. I've been practicing intuitive movement for a while without realizing I was practicing it. And honestly, intuitive movement can look like anything because you are listening to your body. One of the things I have my clients do, and this is one of the best ways to really lean into trying this practice out, is turning on music that you literally cannot sit still to. And having that music on and just allowing your body to move however it wants to move, whether that is stretching up, getting low, however it wants to move, just really allowing it to do that and leaning into that sensation. You can learn a lot about your body with doing this type of intuitive movement. You can find out what kind of movement feels comfortable, what is kind of maybe uncomfortable for your body, what kind of movement brings you joy and gets you hyped up and excited. Definitely the best way to do this is turn music on that you literally cannot sit still through and just see what your body wants to do. Another thing that I have really like started leaning into is yoga and doing more of like intuitive yoga, like allowing my body to go through the different yoga poses that I know, or I've seen before or whatever have you that you, you may have in your back pocket about yoga 
and just finding out what poses your body wants to do and really like feeling how it, what it, the sensations that come up as you are doing that movement. This can be very eye-opening and it can really help you learn a lot about movement in general, which can be very beneficial in being able to advocate for your body and what it needs. Being able to know when you need to go get a massage, um, when you need to go to a physical therapist, or when you do go to a physical therapist, you're able to tell them a better describe to them what is going on within your body so that they can help you in a more precise way. This is something that is does not have to be planned. It does not have to have any rules or any restrictions when it comes to intuitive movement. It is all up to whatever feels good within your body. There are a lot of benefits to benefits to physical activity and their intuitive movement share a lot of the same thing. There's improved sleep, lower levels of stress and anxiety, improved mood, improved mood, increased energy, higher bone density, increased muscle mass, better balance and flexibility, reduced risks of diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. For some people, even a reduction in chronic pain. And also there's the increased memory and mental clarity. When we are physically active, we definitely are able to focus better and our mind is clearer. This is something that we don't talk about, I think enough with physical activity is that, you know, it does affect our mental health as well. And the thing with intuitive movement and why I gravitate to that more and why that's what I have my clients work toward is because you're focusing in also on that joy that you feel with movement. If you enjoy swimming, that can be your physical activity. If you enjoy just taking a walk down the street, that's fine as well. If you love going to the gym and lifting weights, that works too. All of this can be part of intuitive movement. All you have to do is listen to your body and how it, when it feels like it needs to move, how it feels like it needs to move and the response that your body gives you during that movement. There are a lot of different things that you can try with intuitive movement. There really is like no limits because it doesn't have a set standards. It doesn't have like you have to do so much of something. It's all about listening to your body, all about feeling what it feels like to move. When is the last time that you actually went for a walk and actually paid attention to how your foot moved, how your ankle moved, how your hips move? What's your upper posture like? Are your shoulders rounded forward? Are they pulled back? What's your head like? Are you looking down? Are you looking straight ahead? Are you looking up? How is your body moving while you walk? Try that out one day and just see how your body responds to the walk. See how it feels and then start doing that in different daily activities that you do and finding what you enjoy doing and doing it more and what feels good in your body will make you more physically active and you can 
really just bask in all the benefits that you get from increasing your physical activity. There are a few things that you can actually do to kind of help you start with intuitive movement, especially if you're really wanting to get down to like the nitty gritty of connecting with the body and really listening to what it needs and what kind of movement it needs throughout the day. The one thing that I do every morning is a body scan. And I start, depending on how I feel in the morning, I may start at my head and work my way down to my toes, start my toes, work my way up to my head, whichever way feels right. And just checking in with each part of my body. And yes, I check in with my toes. I check in with my fingers. I check in with the top of my head, with my ears, my nose. Like I literally look at... I shouldn't say, look, I feel into each part of my body to see how it feels in the morning. That is the, like the second thing I do every morning when I wake up. And this gives me an idea of what kind of support my body needs throughout the day. Do I wake up and my calves are really sore or my ankles are really sore? And do I need to go ahead and do some stretching? Um, and I can kind of think about what I did the day before that maybe why are they hurting and what kind of movement do they need today to support them through whatever's going on with them. So more than likely with me, if it's like my calves or my legs and hips at all, it's probably from either hiking or working out or something. So it's, I know that I need to do some more stretching. My focus for that morning is making sure I get some stretching in. It doesn't mean that I have to like plan this whole like routine, stretching routine out. It's just doing a few things to help loosen up those areas so that we can move throughout the day. And when I, my body pings me again, I can go, okay, I need to do a little bit more stretching today. And the stretching that I do throughout the day will build up and will help loosen those tense muscles. So that's how doing a body scan in the morning can really help you with doing this type of intuitive movement throughout the day and how it supports your body. Another thing is that we have that mentality of all or nothing, and that doesn't fly with intuitive movement. It's not all or nothing. It's feeling into your body, seeing what it needs that day and supporting it through the day, knowing that that it needs that. If we go back to tense muscles, it's not that I have to make sure that I'm stretching like 20, 30 minutes, you know, every so often throughout the day. It's five, 10 minutes here. We don't have to worry about the all or nothing. It's little things. It's making sure, you know, you go for a walk if you're starting to feel a little bit stiff from sitting for too long. So it's little things like that and just getting away from this all or nothing thing. It just, it doesn't fly in this. One thing that I've mentioned a couple times is you can lean into what you enjoy. What do you like to do? What kind of movement do you like to do? If you don't like going for a walk, okay, what do you like to do instead? Instead, maybe you want to go for a swim or maybe you want to do a Stairmaster. I don't know. Everybody has what they like. You really can lean into enjoying enjoyment of movement when we're working on intuitive movement with leaning into more of this joy and everything, enjoying the movement, everything else. How does it make you feel? 
lean into that. If it makes you feel uncomfortable to do some kind of activity, then don't do it. Find something that feels more comfortable. And I'm not talking about that it feel the movement feels uncomfortable. If the movement is physically feeling uncomfortable, that's definitely something to look into. But if it makes you feel uncomfortable, you makes you feel unconfident and anything like that, don't do it. Do something that makes you feel comfortable and confident. If you feel comfortable and confident doing the stairmaster, do the stairmaster. Go all out. If that makes you uncomfortable and you don't feel like steady on your feet, do something else. So that's one thing to really lean into as well is how does it make you feel? Also, what is your why? Why do you want to do physical activity? Is it just because you are told that it's healthy for you to do physical activity? A lot of times that we will, a lot of times we will have a lot of resistance to physical activity if our why is because I was told to do it. So find your why. What is your why? My why is I want to just be able to move around and get around easily. I, as I get older, I don't want to have to use a cane or be in a wheelchair or anything like that. So I stay physically active so that I can age gracefully. And that's my why. That's why I continue to be physically active. And I find the things that I enjoy doing. What is your why? Another key thing in here is if you're increasing your physical activity, you need to make sure you're still getting your rest. Just like they talk about rest days when you're working out and everything else, your body still needs its rest. If you were out doing, I don't know why I keep coming to Stairmaster. If you went and did like an hour of Stairmaster, you know, on Monday, on Tuesday, one, you might be a little sore doing an hour of the Stairmaster. But anyways, your body needs rest after that. It needs either like a more gentle movement So feeling more into that gentle movement type stuff, or you need to do some stretching or something like that, but really listening to your body and understanding that it still needs those rest days when you're physically active. And this also is rest as in sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting quality sleep? And notice how I said enough and quality. Those are two different things. Enough sleep the amount of hours you get is a part of quality sleep, but you can, depending on, because every person's individual and how their system works, there are some individuals who can get quality sleep with fewer hours than what's recommended. I don't recommend that. I definitely recommend definitely doing seven, eight hours of sleep at night if you possibly can, and definitely making sure it's quality sleep. But I'm going to get off that soapbox because I will go on a huge tangent. So anyways, rest is important for any time you are physic, like physically active. So make sure that you're getting your rest. Clothing. I know this sounds really weird to bring up when we're talking about intuitive movement, movement that you enjoy. That's typically something you bring up when you're talking about working out and stuff like that is that, you know, You want your clothing to be comfortable. Being uncomfortable in your clothing is not going to make, it's going to make movement hard. If you're wearing pants that are 
too big that you have to keep pulling them up. It's going to be uncomfortable to try to go and dance and have fun. Um, if that's the movement you choose to do, if you are wearing a long skirt and doing the stairmaster, you're going to trip over your skirt. So I know that was a ridiculous example, but Hey, you get the picture. Clothing can matter. Be comfortable in your clothing. That is something I definitely have learned over the past couple of years. Um, again, living in Japan, being taller than the average Japanese person. Surprise, surprise. Um, it was hard for me to find clothing that fit me. And their body type is very different from a Westerner's body type. So their clothes are made differently. So finding comfortable clothing is important, whether you believe it or not. Try it out one day. Get back to me on that. Also, intuitive movement is all about honoring the here and now body, not the body you had as a teenager, not the body that you wish you had, the body you have here and now, honoring it, showing it gratitude and honoring your desire to move. We all have that desire. There are times where you you will find yourself tapping your foot, bobbing your head, swaying side to side. Honor that movement. Honor the body you have here and now because it is what gets you through the day. Show it gratitude. Another little tip is to remember that movement doesn't have to be explosive and extreme. Gentle movement is just as effective. A gentle movement can be swaying back and forth. It can be doing Tai Chi Yoga can be very gentle movement as well. So finding that gentle movement that really resonates for you and leaning into it because it can be just as effective as any other kind of movement. So those are just a few ways to go ahead and start including the intuitive movement into your daily life. I incorporate it into my day as much as possible because I really enjoy moving. I love turning on music and just going all out dancing in the living room. It's actually something that I used to do all the time with my kids. And it's something we're going to be bringing back because it is a great way to be physically active and really put you in such a better mood. And another thing is, is that I honor that desire to move. I move when I feel like moving. I was in a situation recently where I was in a group of women and we were sitting there and everything else. And I was just like, I have to get up and move. I'm like, I can't sit still anymore. I just, I need to move some. Um, I felt awkward at first being like, Hey, I need to get up and move. I didn't want to like startle anyone because I got up and moved, but I really wanted to honor that my body needed to move. So I faced that little danger rush, that little anxiety of, being the weird one and just was like, I'm standing up because I need to move some. And the thing is, is that it landed really well with everybody. And then I could also see some other people who started like shifting around and doing a little movement too. So that is one way that I definitely like incorporate intuitive movement into my daily life is I lean into when I need to move. I move when I feel like moving. When, um, 
talked about earlier on this podcast, how I do my body scan in the morning, and then I'm leaning into doing more intuitive movement yoga. During my morning yoga, I let my body guide me into the poses that feel best. I lean into where maybe different poses I need to hold a little bit longer or ones that just need to be more of like flowing and just going in and out. And this is definitely like something you should try out sometime and see how it feels for you with making sure that I'm like constantly honoring that desire to move and really listening to my body to see what kind of movement needs. This is going to help me while I travel. It's going to help me so that I don't have my lower back in pain or my hips in pain. Commonly um, in the past, especially with driving a lot, my right hip always, just always, I had problems with it. It would end up sore. Um, I had, I typically would go to the chiropractor right before I left to go on a trip and after I got back from a trip because I always had issues with my hips when I was having to drive for long distances. So really leaning into listening to my body, doing the stretches it needs throughout my travel time and getting out and walking around when I stop and allowing myself to stop more is how I continue to practice intuitive movement on a daily basis even while I'm traveling. The one wonderful thing about intuitive movement is it doesn't like, you don't have to overcomplicate it and really just start with when you feel like moving, move, turn on some music, allow yourself to move, see how you feel, see how your body responds to it. If you have any questions about intuitive movement or anything else, you can definitely reach me out, reach to me reach out to me on Instagram at my underscore road underscore so underscore far, or you can email me at Roxanne at my road so far well, my road so far wellness.com. And all that information's in the show notes as well on how to get a hold of me. I am definitely starting to get tongue tied now. So I will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day. If you've found inspiration in this podcast, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your preferred platform. Share a screenshot of your listening experience on your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at my underscore road underscore so underscore far. As a token of gratitude, I'll send you my unlock unlimited energy guide. It's your key to crafting a personalized routine for quality sleep in a stress-free day. Thank you for joining me on My Road So Far podcast. Remember, wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. If you're ready to take the next step on your wellness journey, message or email me today about my one-on-one wellness coaching. Until next time, keep nurturing your mind, honoring your body, and embracing the wonder of your spirit. This is Roxanne signing off.